Welcome back to the With Joey B podcast. We came off what I think the last episode I think would be my favorite ever episode. I just recorded it and I've just gone back to back. So um, please listen and let me know what you think. 093, most dangerous word in Western culture, success. And it's part of this, you know, mini batch, I guess, of 10 or so episodes on extrinsic versus intrinsic rewards and motivation and stuff, the external versus the internal. And uh, I think maybe what it really, these episodes really boil down to is me just like pleading for anyone who listens to this to be honest with themselves and then cut the shit out of their life. You know, cut the bullshit. We're a web. We're a psychological web distracted by bullshit because our society is so complex. So many different rewards on offer. They're so, they're so intricate and delicately interconnected. It's such a sticky web to get caught in. Now, this episode is called Drop Extrinsic Rewards with the Bucket, Not Willpower. So this is how. This is part of the how. So a lot of it's been the what and, yeah, be honest with yourself. This is a bit more how. And again, with everything I do, which is always my disclaimer, mainly this is what makes sense to me and works for me. Run this through a thought experiment in your mind, like it makes sense or it doesn't. If it doesn't make sense, don't do it, right? Trust your judgment, but be open-minded, of course. Contemplate it, swivel it around, decide yes or no. But also better than trying it, you know, mentally, just, just do it and give it a try. What do you have to lose? These things should all be fitting into your life. Shouldn't be much extra effort going much out of your way. Now, what does this mean? Drop extrinsic rewards with the bucket. And I've done this. Okay, so let's go back. And I've talked about, I guess, the version of Joe that kind of left school with what I realize now is something much like into what Carol Dweck would call the fixed mindset. Gee, that was a wordy sentence. As a real high achiever at school, uh, I left school with this idea that, you know, I was, I, was, I was a talented, smart person. So things that threatened with that image of myself were very difficult to deal with. So if I wasn't good at something straight away, really difficult. And you have this dynamic when you have this kind of mindset of being really entitled and thinking you're the best and the number one and then flipping it around. And sometimes feeling like incredibly low self-esteem. Because each metric, right, each signal or piece of information that says you're good or you're bad is an extreme because you've got such an extremely sensitive view of yourself. That alone might be revelation and, uh, and kind of shine a new light of awareness for people. So if it, if it does, that's great. But that's me. So I guess... What did I cling to? So I guess praise, you know, from others. I was definitely, I definitely had a bit of a people pleasing and I've talked, made an episode on that, right? And that's such a subtle thing, people pleasing. It's really hard to catch, but it doesn't come from the best place. So people pleasing, um, even a basic one, you know, being caught, you know, a lot of time not working on things I was attracted to, but going out and just spending all the time, innocently enough, but drinking, playing PlayStation, stuff like that. Um, but also also chasing a grand narrative of, of myself. So trying to make a bigger picture of my life and chasing towards these ideals. So these are probably some of the more external ideas, rewards, you know, 
and none of them that bad certainly but these are probably sort of things that appealed to me and these things are not I never sat down and you know I didn't even I wasn't even fully aware of like these that ways of thinking of things I had were problematic I wasn't even aware of that you know, I wasn't aware that I had a lot of standards that j- just came from other people about things like dating and career and stuff like that. I didn't realize how impressionable I was, which is the whole Chinese whispers thing again, right? Where does that whispered idea come from? It just passes through. It's so sneaky. So I never sat down and consciously thought how I'm going to get out of these things. And maybe that's something you're doing listening to this podcast right now. I, I wouldn't know sitting down effortlessly trying to make change it's funny how the people who are sitting down working on changing themselves really hard often don't get anywhere and there's lots of literature and thoughts on that as well which makes sense because it's it's so it's so it's so direct and, and harsh often involves judging oneself as well it's certainly not what i am about but what i did is when i started getting into my own kind of creative semi-entrepreneurial projects right and this is where the non-profit journey began for me that was like 2016 real estate venture started after uh, at the same time i started getting into writing properly you know for, for in a more professional way than i had when i was at school and all these things because these were projects that i got to be creative in i got to learn things and i got to put better things in my life pushed a lot of the shit things out pushed a lot of the shit things out that's the bucket i think the bucket was episode 60 or 50 something or 60 something i apologize it's worth going over because one of the most important principles hat tip to scott by the way that was principally his polished up by me and yeah the bucket so if you're hooked on for example cars you know shiny objects maybe it's social media followers maybe it's putting a certain image of yourself out there on social media maybe it's subscribers followers i think i already said that i'm rambling a bit here apologize okay so maybe you're hooked on some of these things so it's not necessarily training yourself or trying to rewire those ideas in some sort of manual way remember astro the dog Dogs don't speak English. You can't just talk to your brain and until it stop chasing extrinsic rewards, stop getting so hooked on these things that don't mean much. But if you do better things, you stop caring. So a personal example for me, I talked about a couple of episodes. Nothing necessarily wrong, probably with posting things on social media from time to time, but I've just stopped doing it. I might do it again in future. But I'm just I'm busy. You know, what sort of idiot does a daily podcast? right this idiot that keeps me busy even if it even if no one listens this is something that's pushing a lot of the shit things i could be doing with my time out i feel like it's worth talking about the dynamic of kids from bad neighborhoods hanging out with the local gang and the whole stereotypes there's nothing i've had personal exposure to but it's the kind of stereotype in movies but the dynamic as i understand it a lot of the time is boredom is a big problem so if you've got nothing to do with your time and you've got no other friends except kids who muck up and misbehave there's so much pressure and there's so much forcing you 
um, as a kid in that sort of neighborhood to go hang out with the bad kids and therefore do what the bad kids do. Because social pressure is so hard to resist, so hard, especially for a young person trying to fit in. So how much of it is a bucket problem, which is the lack of alternatives? This is why I think so many sports stars say that um, sports athletes who come from bad backgrounds, uh, musicians and actors and stuff like that as well, talk about how basketball, for example, saved them. Or, you know, music or acting saved them. Is it gave them the alternative, something else to focus on instead of getting caught spending time doing the wrong things. And that's exactly the dynamic that every single living person should be putting front and center. It's just the bucket. Just don't work on being fulfilled directly. Don't work on it. I know it's important. But like, there's no store where you go and buy fulfillment. And if you're trying to go pay for a seminar or a course or something like that, or even to church, you're trying to transact fulfillment, transact intrinsic rewards. You're a fool. I don't mean that in a negative way, sorry. I'm a fool too. You're a fool, I'm a fool. Anthony DeMello, you're an ass, I'm an ass. All right? we're, all, we're, all, we're all messed up and mucked. So... Don't try and go buy fulfillment directly. It's a ridiculous thing to try and buy directly. I mean, the places you're doing it, you wouldn't think of it. You want to push a button and get a fulfillment kind of drink out of the vending machine. It doesn't work. Give it competition. Use the bucket. The bucket is you can only fit so much in your life at one time. You can't fit competing ideas in your head at one time. This is why gratitude, if you're being grateful, you can't feel anger and resentment. It's one or the other. It's the bucket principle. You can't spend your time out hooning or spend all your time cultivating an image of yourself on social media if you're busy doing projects that excite you, if you're doing something arty, if you're making a podcast, writing a book, starting a business, doing a side hustle, going camping with your friends if you've got great hobbies. Fuck, I don't care what it is. It doesn't have to be professional. Just give yourself competition. So it's funny when you think about the way to drop a lot of extrinsic rewards, you know, being hooked on image, promotions, whatever, salary packages, looking pretty in front of your friends, putting up lots of selfies, or whatever it is, might be taking up hobbies and just doing creative cool projects. Frighteningly simple. Just give yourself competition for christ's sakes oh i wrote down here the bucket episode is number 61 there you go all right i'm always learning i'm always learning be a better podcast host so yeah you know competition just one of the things i noted down for this episode is ask what if it were easy what if it were just easy to solve this problem not by trying to buy fulfillment or better intrinsic rewards or things that fulfill you directly but just giving them competition. What if it were easy? Proceed on that assumption. Just try fucking things. Just do it. Yeah, by, by the time of this, to this episode, I'm not sure if our constant student community will be ready yet. You know, that's one avenue. Yeah, you can try that if you want. You can sign up for that. Um, but if not, you're a creative person. Go out and look. Who are your friends doing cool shit? Ask to be a fly on the wall like Scott McEwen did for our non-profit. Back in 2016, now we're working together. 
you know? Just try shit. So what are you going to try? And if dropping your extrinsic rewards were easy, if it was just a matter of giving them a competition, what would it look like? Plenty to reflect on as always. So thanks for joining us again today on the With Joey B podcast. We're daily and we're loving it here. Um, if you want more, if you want um, any of these ideas to be consolidated, I'm going to probably update the email, the way I do email for the show. So keep an eye on that. Just keep an eye on the website, www.withjoeby.com. If you want the blog where a lot of this stuff is written up nicely, forward slash blog. But yeah, we'll be back again tomorrow. As always, I finish with the reminder, the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. So if this idea is good to talk about or sharing the episode with them, if this is a door opener you could use today, please feel free to do that and keep opening doors for others. It's a good start, actually, for improving your bucket. It's what worked for me. Take care, guys. I'll see you again tomorrow.